and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings, with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. Uh, if you're a new listener, this podcast is inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old saying, proverb, or maxim, and we break it down to see what we can learn from it. See if there's any any relevance uh, from these old old proverbs uh, that, uh, still today. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick Payne, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, man. Um, excited about this one. We got a good uh, we got a good proverb this week. We we are kind of continuing with our our ancient month because this month's yeah. been all kind of ancient Greece, ancient Rome, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, we've got another Roman one this week. Mm-hmm. Um, this this one was uh, my choice. Um, all the all <laughs> I, keep, I keep screwing that up. That's funny. Um, all roads lead to Rome. All roads lead to Rome. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you had sent me a, a few, um, that you were looking at and then I, mm-hmm. I, I said, I thought this one was interesting, but, uh, I kind of curious to hear, hear your take on it first. What did you think was, what made you, what attracted you to this one to begin with? Um, I mean the, uh, the, the finality of it, the, the, the assertion that all leads, oh gosh, tongue Cut, twister take for two. me for <laughs> some reason, this one is such a tongue twister. Um. That all roads lead to Rome, uh-huh. um, you know it. It's there's truth to it in the literal sense uh, that when this, and also when this was, um, this proverb was originally coined in the 12th century in France, um, it was pretty much talking about how in the Roman in the Roman system, um, the roads were set up really just to that they direct to, to Rome. So it was kind of like when you look at a picture and we might put this up on our, on our Substack later or on, on our Twitter, you look at a picture of, you know, a river system and all the little tributaries get into the main river. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how the, the roads were like for Rome um, with, with mile marker zero being right, right in the middle of the city set up mm-hmm. by, Augustus, I think. So, so yeah, that caught that that caught uh, my attention. Also, I had the fortune. Uh, I, you know, we've talked about in the past. This summer, I got to go to Rome again mm-hmm. and uh, got to spend a day riding a bike on the Appian Way, which is kind of the famous one of the famous roads into Rome. Um, all these ancient uh, big cobblestones and nice. So it's it's fun. It was a fun little afternoon, or I guess it was morning. We got a little hot, um, and uh, just pedaling around on this old road and right out. So so the deal with the Appian Way is just outside the boundaries of the city is where um, where all the like graves are. You didn't you didn't bury people within the city, mm-hmm. uh, within like the sacred boundary of the city. So everyone's buried outside. And all the rich people and famous people liked have their to have their monuments 
along the road so everyone could see them. Mm-hmm. So those a lot of those monuments are still there, so you can see these um, these uh, statues and, and structures that are in various states of disrepair mm-hmm. and temples and things. So it's a it's a cool cool place to visit. Um, I like that idea. I think when I buy my headstone, I'm going to try to see if I can get a roadside plot where so people can see me when as I'm, as they're driving by. Yeah, get something get something big and flashy. Incorporate <laughs> some LEDs or something. <laughs> there you go. Searchlight. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess uh, my my other experience with the Roman roads was in England uh, for a belated honeymoon. My wife and I went to northern England and hiked along Hadrian's Wall, which mm-hmm. was the the boundary of um, of the Roman Empire up there between roughly between England and Scotland, mm-hmm. and um, and there's you know a, a wall that follows it and a trench and a and an old like military road. So that's kind of been to the heart of Rome, been to the the extremities, and uh, I just I really enjoy seeing the all the ancient all the ancient archaeological stuff out there. Yeah, that uh, picture of the of the Roman roads you sent me was really interesting. We'll definitely have to post that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the the Empire of Rome itself, geography wise. So all the way up as far as the Hadrian's Wall, of course, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people have, have heard of that. Uh, how far how far east and south did it go? So let's see. Um, it would go into. I mean depending on depending on when we're talking you know the empire expanded all the way to past greece and mm-hmm. um into um, turkey turkey and and the the middle east but as far as the roads go probably um probably north of greece um probably be safe to say there so i don't know about the roads like that because you know they settled in africa too in north africa mm-hmm. and egypt and but i don't know that the road system really connected to all the way around. Right. so they would just kind of mm-hmm. sail instead um, to the North up into Germany and out to the, to the West throughout Spain. So yeah, um, it's pretty, pretty extensive uh, and, empire and yeah. Yeah. And so all of these roads are basically funneling people to the epicenter of the empire, which was obviously the capital city of Rome. Yeah. Um, so all roads lead to Rome. At one point, this was a, a literal thing over time. It kind of became a proverb, right? And so yeah. that's kind of where, where it's, you know, interesting to me, which, which I mean, I'd heard the phrase, but I guess I never really understood what it meant from a contemporary standpoint of like people using, using it in daily life. Yeah. So I thought that would be interesting to kind of dig into a little bit. Yeah. And I, just real quick before we get into that, I think it also sure. has a sense you know, after after the Roman Empire, still having some truth to it in in the sense of like the Catholic world, where being the this the seat of Catholicism, mm, yeah, um, and still being a very important city in that regard, even up to today. Um, so there might not be the literal roads to Rome, but it is much of the Christian world looks to Rome uh, as a as a central point. Yeah, so there might be kind of an a, almost an ecclesiastical take there, where yeah. all of the with the with the primacy of the you know the, the Pope and the Catholic Church at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. That's an interesting take on it. Um, yeah. I, okay. So, uh, and how about uh, 
How about contemporary? Have you found anything on that or, or how, do people still use it today? If so, how are they using it? So uh, I think people, yeah, people are using it more um, or it's, it's come to have a, a more um, broad and metaphorical sense mm-hmm. that, you know, there might be a lot of ways to do things, um, but they're all going to lead to the same result is, mm-hmm. is, is roughly how people use that now. Um, but, but you and I were talking and, and I think we should talk about this some more. Like, what is that? Um, what does that mean? Like, yeah. really, like yeah. just because, because in, uh, at the first I'm like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Like, sure. There's lots of things you could do differently that are going to lead to different results. Um, so like in what senses do you think this is the case where you could try lots of things different ways, but you're still going to get the same place? Yeah, I think that's a great question. It, it, um, it, it can s- sound confusing and, and in some cases, not not the case, right? You bunch of people try a bunch of different things, they're going to get a bunch of different destinations. Uh, I think what, uh, from the contemporary standpoint, what from my digging into it and researching and hearing how people have been using it, my understanding is kind of um, almost like there's more than one way to skin a cat. That's another one. Uh, yeah, that came like, to mind for me too, yeah. If you're if you're going towards a, um, the same direction, if your if your goal is the same place, there's many routes to get there, right? Yeah. Not not necessarily that everyone will get to the same place, but if you're going to the same place, um, what kind of made me think of it is is uh, like let's say you have a bunch of different people in different careers, and their goal is all the same thing, which is to have a successful career, to be prosperous, to be fulfilled, to be happy you know, to take care of their family. There's many, many, many different ways to get to that Rome, right? Yeah. And it could be, you know, someone could be an attorney and really love it. Other another person would hate it. Another person could be a carpenter and love that where another person wouldn't. So that 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 kind of came to mind is that if your if your goal is success or happiness or fulfillment, yeah, there's certainly lots of roads to get there, I think. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. And and I think that calls to mind to me an image like with, with the Roman roads at that time, the only people building the roads were the Romans Uh um, in in those places. And so if you were on a road and you roughly knew where you wanted to go or where you were, you just had to stay on the road and you'd get to Rome. Didn't Mm -hmm. matter where you were. If you were on a road, you were going to get to Rome. And so this is the way you're saying it. Like you have a destination in mind and a target. Um, there's lots of ways to get there because you're on the road, you're on the path. It's a, it's a different path from someone else, but you're all going in the same direction. Yeah. And I think there, there is some applicability there too. Cause I've, I, I, as a younger man, and even, even later in my career, I've struggled a little bit of been like, you know, I've bounced around a couple different jobs. I'm like, what do I really want to do this, that, or the other? And, uh, if I could give my younger self some advice, it would probably be just keep walking on the road, you know? Um, and it might twist and turn and you might not always know exactly where you're going, but if you're, if you're moving and and I think that's the key, you know, the road doesn't lead to Rome if you're standing still or, or wandering around in circles or getting off the path. But if you're marching forward, you know, and this, in this case, the analogy would be working hard, trying to succeed at whatever you're trying and you're stumbling through towards you know, a career path or something like that, you can still get to Rome. You can still be successful. Just keep going. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? That's kind of where I was going with that. That does. And for me, I have a similar experience as a younger man. Like, 
um, you get the, the fear of missing out, I think, or the, um, Mm -hmm. um, just, you know, the decision fatigue or whatever you want to call it, um, where, where your whole life is open to you. Like when you're, when you're young, you're in high school, college, you have all, all the options in the world ahead of you. Yeah. And every decision you make, every option you pick closes something else off. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a lot of anxiety in that. And, but really it's if, so it's kind of in, in this metaphor as you're trying to like hop from road to road. Um, but if you just pick one and just go for it and, um, pick something that you, th- uh, that you think will be good for you, you know, with, with some, some thought and some consultation with people who know you, uh, you can, you can get where you want to go, um, without having all that anxiety and all that fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And, and it's, it's always surprising to me. Sometimes you'll meet somebody who had a very successful career and you're like, you do what now? How you like you, you, you became successful how, and it's just like some bizarre way, you know, but they yeah. just, they did, they, they picked something and they stuck with it and they just kept marching down that road and, and lo and behold, windy path or not, they got to Rome, right? They got to their successful destination. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it was, it was tough when I was, you know, I've had tough moments in my career where I was, I remember as a younger man, I was just thinking all I, I don't know what I want to do, but what I don't want is just to be some guy working for some corporation sitting in a cubicle somewhere. That's what I don't want. And it was kind of like, you know, when you're skiing and they tell you, don't look at the tree because you'll run into the tree if that's what you're focused. <laughs> like that's exactly, <laughs> I found myself like some guy working for some company sitting in a cubicle. I'm like, how did this happen? This is what I didn't want to happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've had that experience. Uh, but yeah, uh, just continuing continuing to go forward, I think uh, is, a, is good advice. Just continue to go and to continue to keep marching in, in your direction and you can, you can reach where you're, you know, a successful person successful outcome. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, the, the earlier you get on that road, the better. Um, yeah. even if you end up needing to make a switch somewhere down the line, um, you, you're still kind of ahead of the game rather than just wandering around in the woods looking for the road. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, so far we've kind of just focused mostly on, you know, career path, that sort of thing. Um, but I think there could be some other, application to this as well, like really kind of how there's multiple ways to solve a problem or multiple paths to get to, to a certain solution. Um, I don't know if you had any, if, if, if that had crossed your mind while you were looking into it. Yeah. I, um, I think, I think about my experience with math as a young man. I'm not a mathematical person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I took as much as I could through through high school and, and into college, but um, that's not that's not really my forte. And I would always end up rather than like learning the right way to do something, I would like kind of invent my own convoluted way to solve a math problem that was not what I was taught and not really and not really fast. Um, but I would get there, right? I'd, or I'd either get close enough to get the answer or close enough to guess, depending on what the class required, if it was multiple choice or something. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and so, um, so it was kind of, you know, that 
I think of this this uh, this proverb in that in that sense that um, you can there's different ways you can kind of uh, struggle along on your own and, and come up with a new way and if it works it works. Um, it, the the only place I really would get in trouble is if I had to show my work. But yeah, um, <clears throat> but there's you know there's lots of ways to do it right. There's there's different ways to get to the answer. Uh, one of you come across that kind of thing for, for yourself. So yeah, with kids, I've noticed that. Um, I mean, there's just with, with different kids, there's really just not one way to parent, you know, Mm -hmm. there really just isn't, um, there's generally good principles, but there, you can't apply the same methods for every unique kid, you know, or maybe you can, if you have, you know, one or two kids and they're kind of similar, but I mean, I have a big family. We have six kids. So you have enough kids and, and you'll start realizing pretty quick that there's, they're all unique individuals and they all have their individual personality. So in that sense, sure. I mean, um, if, if the, if the destination we're going towards here is having healthy, happy kids that, you know, and having a good relationship with them along the way that te- teaches them good things without making them hate you. <laughs> That's kind of the goal. Uh, yeah, there's certainly different roads to, to all, all the, you know, many, many different roads to get to the same way. Uh, or to get to the same place. Although this, this, this problem was interesting because as you mentioned earlier, it says all roads lead to Rome, which is kind of strange because it seems like there are many roads that could lead to a, a, a good destination, but there are also others that could lead you off the path, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a strange, it's a strange one um, <clears throat> that maybe that's why we don't hear it as much as anymore. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, we probably don't, very often encounter scenarios where we're in a place like certainly not how it is in the U S all the roads don't lead to one place. Right. Right. Our, all our roads are, are pretty spread out and, and our highways are parallel and then perpendicular and they mm-hmm. are meant to cover as much space as, as possible and not to not lead just to one, one place. So yeah, it's not something that we, I think intuitively, um, understand because it's not our, our experience in our, our society and really probably not the case anywhere that there's some central place that, that all roads lead to. Yeah. As interesting as this one is, and I think there is some wisdom we can glean from it. I, I think there's, uh, uh, maybe possibly the reason it's not more popular is because there's so many exceptions to it. It's like, um, what, in what places does this apply where all roads would lead to Rome? It's like, Oh, which choice do I take or which road? Do I take? It doesn't matter. They're all going to get to the same place. Um, we see very, very often that it's just not the case. You know, your choices will um, dramatically uh, impact your destination uh, throughout yeah. life in a lot of different ways. I think that's probably more common that it's, that it's not the case than it is the case. At least that's kind of what I'm thinking. What, what do you think? Yeah. And I, I think that's true, but it does go back to what we were talking about with, um, I think it assumes, it assumes a structure that's already in place where you're on the road and like you have a goal and, and you know, where you know where you are and you know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, there's some, there's, uh, some necessary steps before this becomes true, mm. um, that in the Roman road system that of the example that there are, it's already in place. It's already taken for granted that 
all the roads are going to go to this one place. And so in the sense that if you, if you have a goal that you have a, a, a target on, um, you're, you're going to get there. Even if you, if you deviate here and there, as long as you have your eyes on that prize or on the, the tree that you don't want to hit on the ski run, if you have your eyes on that. That's where you're getting, that's where you're headed. Right. Yeah. Um, so given the parameters that we're already in the Roman empire and we're on one of these roads, yeah. then, then that's when this proverb becomes true. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And well, so what does that, this... yeah. What does that look like uh, for, for in modern times, modern lives? Do you well, think? now, now it's making me think, um, you know, with your, with your, your tree analogy and, and talking about, you know, the kind of job that you had, it's, you ended up going towards what you were looking at, right? You're, yeah. you're headed towards, um, and that's, that's definitely true in life where you, hmm. um, you know, yeah, what you're looking at is, is where you head. And if it's a negative thing, you might be headed there. If you're worrying about something constantly, or, um, if you have like a bad, um, view of a certain person, a group of people, they're going to like, you're going to end up having that, a bad interaction because you're kind of willing it to happen. You're, you're focused on that. Yeah. I like that take. Uh, maybe in, in that kind of analogy, Rome is the, is the thing that got, dominates our, our thoughts and our, and our attention. Yeah. The thing that you're paying most attention to the, the capital city of the empire in your mind all yeah. roads lead to that. So whatever yeah. you're thinking about, you're, like whatever path you take, you're going to end up going there. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, and and that's why it's hard to to break like those kinds of attention uh, attention habits. Yeah, you know that's why being on being online or watching TV or things like that, where that's kind of where you're we're putting your attention. But that's well, that's where you keep ending up. Uh, even, even if you don't want to, really, yeah. hard, really hard to break away from that. Yeah. And when I, I mean, I've read stuff on people trying to break addictions or breaking ha bad habits or things like that. And oftentimes what they'll say is you have to replace it with something. You can't just think it's kind of like, you know, don't smoke a cigarette, don't smoke a cigarette. It'd be like, yeah. you know, don't, don't think of a purple unicorn. Don't think of a purple unicorn. You're, like, <laughs> you're going to be thinking of a purple unicorn. You have yeah. to, you have to find something else to replace it with. You have to find a new Rome that, that, uh, that focuses your thoughts and your attention, and then wherever you go, you'll le it'll lead you there. Yeah, yeah, I like that take of it. I'll I'll, I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll buy that. I, I, I think that's a good that's a good uh, uh, good way to look at it. All right, let's call that let's call that the definitive meaning of this one today. That's the definitive meaning from now on. Uh, so, uh, what about um, is that? Um, is that viewed broadly as true in society or is that one that's, that's inverted? Um, that where you kind of put your attention is where you go. Where you put your attention is where you go. Yeah. Um, perhaps, uh, I do see, I think it's not real popular to think that you're going to end up the same place or end up one place, no matter what you do. People don't mm -hmm. like that. It's a little fatalistic maybe. Yeah. Um, but I, but as we just mentioned, I do think there's a lot of truth to no matter what you do, you end up going towards where you're facing, <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, ultimately. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of popular stuff though, that, and that reinforces that idea, you know, like the whole, like the secret, 
trend oh, yeah, yeah. around several mm-hmm. years ago with the, the vision boards and stuff. Cause there's a lot of truth to that. Like where you put your intentions is, you know, you're not, you might not be manifesting it into being in the universe in that sense, but like that's, you really are, you know, subtly driving yourself towards that thing for, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I do see a lot of, um, focus on negativity, mm-hmm. a lot of, um, focus on, uh, problems in, in the world. You know, there's been a lot of talk of this type of uh, things, what do they call it? Uh, critical theory where they're just, mm-hmm. everything is, um, you know, broken down into a, a kind of, you know, uh, well, proletariat bourgeoisie type of, 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 of split down society. And, and yeah. when you're focusing on that kind of, uh, n- negative paradigm of the world, I don't see how you come out of it with yeah. unity or, or a healthy society, you know? Yeah. I think there, there, there are probably nefarious players who want people like to really, uh, consume doom and gloom. To, mm-hmm. to triple rhyme here, um, just kind of all day long, and and that powerlessness that comes with it, um, that everything's gone going wrong in your world, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's too big. Everything's just too too going too too hard against you, so you really can't do anything. And then like yeah, then you are you kind of do manifest that that you will be a victim, that you'll be downtrodden, and that you will always be so. Yeah. Rather than aspiring to, to more black pilling, I think is what the kids call that. Yeah. Right. Doom and yeah, gloom. Exactly. No, no Doom. black pilling. <laughs> <laughs> things, can, things can be positive. No, to look on the yeah. bright side of things. Yeah. I think that's right. I think, uh, uh, having a, um, a too negative out- outlook kind of fits into this a little bit where if that's your, if that's your Rome, then you're going to lead there, uh, whether you, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, uh, and, and maybe having a shift in, what your what your primary focus is, or your primary maybe even attitude towards towards uh, your life, towards yeah. your situation. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm I'm a probably inherently pessimistic person, um, and so I definitely my default would be into the uh, the ski into the tree. Um, mm-hmm. is, is, as a, a life course. And so it is, it is more deliberate to get out of that. Um, what about, what about you? Like, um, what, let's talk about more positive things. Like yeah. what, what kind of stuff do you do to, to harness your focus in, in more positive directions and, and guide your life that way? Um, well, so I, I, I read a book years ago called the, the, the miracle morning. It was about, uh, I may have mentioned it on one of the previous episodes and it just basically talked about how to, how to, improve your life by getting started, you know, getting your morning, getting your day started on a, on a good note by having this, this really positive yeah. morning program. Um, and it would talk about things like reading for a few minutes every, every morning, getting a little exercise every morning. And, uh, you know, talk about even like affirmations, positive affirmations, which might sound goofy to some people, you mm-hmm. know, you're like yeah. chanting to yourself. I'm a smart person. I'm successful. Yeah. That's all right. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> like uh from that uh from what about bob you see that movie oh yeah yeah i feel it's, good it's i feel great i feel wonderful <laughs> <laughs> but uh um, yeah i have i have had some experience with that and and telling yourself positive things does seem to have a positive effect 
um, as long as you're not trying to fake it too much. Like if you're saying mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a billionaire and you know, you're not, you know, that probably right. doesn't work. But if you could say, uh, I'm happy with, with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the way my day is going to go today. If you tell yourself yeah. that, that that's something that, you know, is really just a choice. It's not, you're not magically manifesting something like some, some, you know, maybe like the secret would, would kind of tell you yeah. things are just going to fall in line, but you are choosing. I'm going to choose to have, today's going to be a good day. Yeah. So yeah, I've had some experiences with that where it's, uh, it's definitely made an impact. That's great. Yeah. Um, something I've been doing right now is the, yeah, like I, I, I go through a lot of different kind of, um, I guess, you could, I guess it's the self-help stuff, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of it's corny. Um, but you know, I, I, pick here and there for stuff that, that works for me. And, um, the one I've been doing lately, that's been pretty great is the, the 12 week year hmm. where you're just trying to, basically you're setting, you're setting goals with a 12 week timeline instead of a big long timeline that you can lose track of, right? Maybe that, that Rome is too distant in your vision. Yeah. Um, you're, you're bringing it a little closer or at least a, a way marker a little closer and doing things, um, more intentionally that way. And that's been been pretty good for past, um, six weeks or so for me, which has been, um, yeah, it's good. Keep my focus on, on some of my goals. Yeah, that's great. It's, um, uh, I'll have to check that one out while we're mentioning books. I'll mention the one I'm reading at the moment. This one's yeah. by, uh, uh, Scott Adams, the guy who does Dilbert. Oh yeah. So he's <laughs> how to fail at almost everything and still win big. Uh, so that's what I'm hoping to, I'm hoping my stumbling through my, my life, <laughs> various careers and various things can, is going to lead to success. Maybe that's kind of applies here. How to, how to fail at everything and still win big. All roads lead to Rome. You know, if you, if you yeah. follow the, follow the path. Yeah. We'll see what, we'll see if he's uh, talking about that kind of focus and uh, keeping your eyes on one thing. Yeah. You have to let us know. Yeah, because that's officially what this saying means now, guys. If you if yeah. you're curious, it means keeping your focus on something positive, Rome, and you'll get there. <laughs> I, I do think it's true, though. What you focus on, you you get there. So don't hit the tree. Don't focus on the tree. Focus on the path between the trees, and you'll make it down the now the mountain. So, all right. Well, we're you know about out of time. You got any any last thoughts on this one? No, no, I, I, uh, I always love, uh, your last words. So I'll, okay. we'll leave it there. Okay. Um, yeah, come, come check us out on our, on our Twitter, on our Substack, on our Instagram. Um, we'll have links in our description and all that stuff. So yeah. Yep. And thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, and, uh, if you could please subscribe on whatever podcast, uh, you're listening to, I, and I see a lot of listeners that aren't, aren't subscribed yet. So, so we'd love to have you as permanent listeners, subscribe to the show. Thanks so much. And, uh, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll see ya. See ya. There are only four things certain since social progress began, that the dog returns to his vomit, that the sow returns to her mire, and the burnt fool bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin. As surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook hiddings, with terror and slaughter return.